Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Ranger, and I'm level 40. And I'm Doug, also known as Icky Pumpkabooly, and I'm not level 40, but I'm very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed with the, with the Punkaboo reference. That's, oh, thank you. That, that was really clever. To listen to the show, find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, like maybe Zoom Marketplace. No, no, you won't. Or maybe Double Twist. I don't know what that is. Maybe Pod Directory but most likely Spotify, Google Play Music, or iTunes. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Hello, Doug. Hello, Kyle, also known as <laughs> Level 40. Yes, I fi- yesterday, as of this recording, so Saturday, I finally hit level 40 in Pokemon Go. Congratulations. Thank you. It has been three and a half years of work, but I finally did it. <laughs> you did it. Yes. Props to those who actually hit it within like the first year. Because I... like I had to use uh, the friendships and all that stuff and double the experience points from mm-hmm. those to really get where I'm at. Yeah. All those people did it before all those happened. So props to them. Yeah. Uh, people who had it in like the first however many months scare me. Yeah. Like I'm genuinely scared of them and I I want them to not beat me up. <laughs> the question is, do they still play? Oh, yes. For sure they do. Okay, well. Uh, I'm very excited because now I can finally make uh, <laughs> recommendations. Kyle doesn't believe any of them do, clearly. I, I don't want to say any of them. <laughs> Not but... a single one. <laughs> no, okay, no. I feel like there might be like a couple that probably don't play anymore. Like they were probably like, all right, I hit level 40. I'm done. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure that there are people who dropped off. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm very excited because now I get to make a Poke- Pokestop recommendations. Ah. And I was planning on making the gazebo outside my work a Pokestop because I've seen it at other places where their gazebos are mm-hmm. Pokestops. But apparently I read the guidelines and you have to make sure it's public access to everyone. And unfortunately, we are in a mm-hmm. gated workplace. So I'm still going to try. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to try. <laughs> I see your guidelines, and I will ignore them. <laughs> exactly. They will probably ignore my request, but mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. I, it sounds like you're nominating it for all of the right reasons um, for the community at large. <laughs> and by community at large, you mean me and one other coworker who actually plays. That Yep, that's exactly what I mean. Yep. 
I mean, so it's not like I'm just doing it for myself. I'm doing it for me and someone else. And one other person. Exactly. And you know what? Maybe some of my coworkers might want to start playing again once they see that, oh, hey, we have a Pokestop. Hmm, maybe. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what's new in the world of Pokemon with you? Uh, well, the most recent thing is that I I I'm very behind on my my movie watching, but I did rewatch Pokemon the movie two thousand, the power of one, uh, just the <laughs> other saw. day. Yes, um, much better than the first movie. Don't mm-hmm. at me. Uh, if you well, think I mean, that the first one's better, you're super uh, wrong. <laughs> well, to be fair, this one has something that the other one definitely does not have, and that's Tracy. And pacing and a plot and conflict and rising tension and everything a movie should have (laughs) (laughs) and tracy (laughs) exactly so Uh, maybe when pokemon when the movie comes out on netflix the new one maybe they actually fix that well there i believe there are like 20 extra minutes uh i think it's a much longer movie so i have to imagine that there's at least some more interesting stuff in there. And don't get me wrong, the first movie's fun. It's just mm-hmm. uh it's basically just like a long episode mm-hmm. whereas the movie 2000 feels more like it was written to specifically be a movie. Okay. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh but it's it it's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I, I can like also it more say than my... I remember. <laughs> my favorite part in the entire movie is when uh, Misty, Tracy, and the other girl. I can't remember her name. Melody, probably? Ru- yes, Melody. Thank you. Um, they're running in the rain, and they're trying to go find Ash, and they're both talking about how Ash is not Misty's boyfriend and whatnot, and mm-hmm. Tracy comes up and goes, are you guys talking about me? <laughs> it's of just course. One of my f- it's just one of my favorite things. It's just funny. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It, it, it really is like uh, – it's – it's not. I don't. I don't think it's going to end up being the best Pokemon movie. Right. Um, but I do think it was a market improvement. Which. Yeah. I'm sure there are so many people listening, being like, "What the first movie though? You know yeah. what? No movie where Ash dies is going to be the best Pokemon movie. Okay. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this might have been one of the first times we really got to see Team Rocket do something good. Uh, it's certainly one of the best things they've done. I think there are, there are definitely anime episodes where they end up on the better side of things because there is like a, an actual villain, uh, present. And -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that continues to happen over the course of the movies, because there's always a bigger bad in the movies than Rocket. Um, but yeah, I was, I was kind of blown away because because they really really like save the world <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, at the expense of themselves so I was I was very impressed good job team rocket you did it and yeah uh, the line uh, I'm getting chills thinking about it they're like <laughs> hanging from Lugia's foot or whatever and mm-hmm. they're like realizing that the only way that the world can truly be saved is if they sacrifice themselves yes and James goes should we protect the world from devastation and I was <laughs> like ah <laughs> Oh, oh gosh, it actually yes. makes sense. <laughs> yes. Oh, I remember uh, that now. It was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful moment. Uh, yes. So that, um, let's see. I have not really, 
I mean, there's not a ton of progress to be made in Shield at this point for me anyway, but I continue to play it. Um, still trying to get my second shiny Nicket. Uh, I still have not surpassed the single shiny odds. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I haven't even gotten to that 512th egg yet. So I can't really expect a second one for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did start doing the most recent raids, which are, I think, significantly tougher than the last wave, but not necessarily tougher than the initial wave. So, yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. Uh, so going off of that, like, I actually finally started playing uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield again. Finally. Yes. And well, it's funny, like, what got me was that they had announced that Milsery would mm-hmm. be joining the raids, and it'd be dropping a lot of its sweets. And I'm like, this is the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> like, I didn't know I was <laughs> waiting for it, but this is it. <laughs> but this is it. Because I, it helps significantly more with all the sweets that I kept dropping, so I didn't have to keep battling the Battle Cafe. Yeah. And they finally introduced the two sweets that they hadn't released before, which is awesome, the Ribbon and the Star. Right. So I whipped out my uh, checklist and I went to town and I started going at it. And um, once I finally had all the candies I needed, I started breeding all the milceries that needed to be left and mm-hmm. I evolved them all. So now I have every alchemy. There you go. And then, you did it. yeah. So while that was going on, I was like, you know what? Let me just check out some of these other raids. Um, so I got the both Appleton and Flapple. Mm-hmm. Which is perfect for me because I also need a flapple for my game, so that yeah, worked that out. Yeah, that was a nice way to to fulfill a Pokedex spot. Mm-hmm. I got Lapras and the uh, Colossal. Nice. Then they finally adjusted everything, and now I've got Kingler, Grimmsnarl. Um, I got the Hatteran. Nice. I'm trying to think who else is out right now. Oh, I got the Toxel. Oh, the so. uh, Toxtricity thing? Toxtricity, thank you. Yes. Yes, the big the big one. The one yes. that that no one knew about. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very curious to know when and how they're going to roll out, spoiler alert, uh, the Melmetal one. Mm. Uh, that is an interesting one. I'm very curious. Yeah. About. Yes. Because Meltan and Melmetal are such bizarre entries in the series to begin with. Mm-hmm. I, I really wonder what they have planned or if they have a fully formed plan for it yet, or if they were like, well, we kind of want to do something more with these two so like let's make sure that there's something but the thing with the thing with sword and shield is they don't actually have to ensure that anything is in the coding from the release date anymore you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because because now that they're open to um to to having this game be be what it is which is something that can be expanded upon and added to and 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 be like a real actual modern console game mm-hmm. um they don't have to have to sort of package anything in for the future they can add things whenever they want we still don't know what that mythical pokemon is because it doesn't exist yet you know what i mean yeah um and i i actually think this this is one of the reasons that i think sword and shield is going to forever be 
one of the best entries in the series, um, sort of from a, a macro perspective, is that it's it's very nature sort of sort of fights against the the leaks and the data mining and stuff because i've said it before you can't data mine what isn't there <laughs> yeah uh and it's it's amazing so uh really excited to see what they have planned for for things we don't know about yet but very curious to know what they have planned for gmax uh melmetal yeah if anything i feel like that'll probably happen shortly after pokemon home comes out because then we'll actually have access yeah. to melt and melmetal yeah, but like, what's the? I I hope there is some sort of st- not full blown story, but like some sort of story detail about it. Simply because Meltan and Melmetal are this sort of like bigger universe event, you know, mm-hmm. like they don't really fit into anything outside of like this is a a Pokemon event. Uh, the fact that it was introduced in Pokemon Go sort of made it transcend what we understand pokemon uh introductions to be so mm-hmm. i i hope i hope that in some way shape or form pokemon go is in, is involved i just don't know how because they don't have gigantamax stuff uh, they right. don't have that mechanic so i'm not sure how they could do it but it just it would seem like sort of wrong for professor willow not to be involved somehow yeah so I don't know. I'm just I'm all I'm hoping for is that they don't just like drop it randomly and be like, oh, by the way, here's a new GMAX Pokemon. And we're like, but why? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Yes, we shall see. So, <gasps> what if? Oh, gosh. What if they actually made Professor Willow a character in the game? Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be really cool. I'm, I'm not expecting it, but that would be that would be like my best case scenario is if they yeah. actually put him in the game. That would be so cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, so I've been continuing playing. I have caught a whole bunch more Pokemon trying to fill up the Pokedex. Mm-hmm. So I really want to try and finish it before Pokemon Home comes out. Although, yeah. with our luck, Pokemon Home's going to come out tomorrow, i.e. Monday. It could. It very well could. Just, it it doesn't have a date on it. It just has a month. And that yeah, month is several, now. So. But yeah, so my... Uh, goals to try and finish it before Pokemon Home because I only need six more Pokemon. Um, because uh, I told you yesterday I only needed nine, but I managed to get the uh, Dino family line. So nice. from surprise trade, nice. Yes. So right now all I need is uh, Mawile, mm-hmm. uh, Lucario, and Riolu. <laughs> Why are those like your mortal enemy? Weren't they like, uh, weren't they one of the things that you were struggling to get in Pokemon Go too? <laughs> uh, for a little like bit, ha- hatching a Riolu. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. But this one here, like, I have to wait for a snowstorm in a certain area. Mm-hmm. So I'm just constantly checking weather. I'm not gonna try and do the whole change the date thing to change the weather. That's that's literally more work. Eh, not really. It's just I I just feel wrong about it. So there's those three, and then I just need the Sword Legendary Pokemon, which I'm just waiting for my wife to finish her version of the game. She hasn't played in a while either, mm-hmm. so when she finishes, I can just quickly trade her sword over. I'll trade her my shield, and then we'll just trade back, and then it's right. in the Pokedex. Then 
I just also need um Oh, uh Turtinator and a Dropma. Hmm. So yeah. again, everybody's basically weather dependent in certain areas to get yeah. them, so Well if you get desperate, let me know. <laughs> Got everything. <laughs> I know. And worse comes to worse, I can easily just transfer quickly from Pokemon Home. But we'll see. Yeah. It all comes depends on when it comes out. But other than that, I mean, not really much else new Pokemon-wise has been going on. I haven't gotten any new Mega Constructs, unfortunately. I'm playing... I'm still playing Pokemon Blue. Oh. Okay. Uh, it is... I don't know how much we've talked about it at all. Um, but uh, not, like, super far, because I just play it for, like, an hour at a time every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And... Right now, I am on... I don't know the route numbers in any game, so who cares? But um, I am. I just got to Vermilion City, mm-hmm. and I am... My, my goal for this game is to really just, like, have my team and never change it, mm-hmm. which in the older games is actually easier to do because it's so hard to train anything. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but basically it's a whole team that's going to just be like, uh, stuff from relatively early on in the game and then a couple other things. And I haven't run into the other things, So I've been playing with a team of four and mm-hmm. I, I have nothing else in my team. It's just my team of four. So I think it's War Turtle, Nidorino, uh, Spiro and Pikachu at the moment. Okay. And then I'll be adding a Machop and a Ghastly, I think, is what I decided. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to ride with that team through the whole game. Nice. And so right now, what I'm trying to do, because basically what that will do is it will allow me uh, to play with pretty much like w- at least one team member that has a type advantage over most of the people that I will encounter. Um mm-hmm. Or we'll have Pokemon that aren't disadvantaged leveled up high enough to uh, take on those those gym leaders or those Elite Four members. So that's my goal. Right okay. now, though, <laughs> because Nidorino himself is not a ground type, I am training one battle at a time to get Nidorino to a point where I am ready to evolve it so that I will have a ground type. Uh, in time for Lieutenant Search. <laughs> mm. So and training is the worst in that game. <laughs> it really sucks. I yeah. forgot how bad it was. Uh, <laughs> playing sword and blue at the same time is a wild experience. I bet uh, because my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many listeners we have who started with like X and Y. Hopefully some, to be totally honest. I hope we have folks who are, are, are sort of newer to the to the mm-hmm. <laughs> franchise. But if you aren't aware, <laughs> experience share wasn't always a thing. Yeah. Uh, and leveling up was the worst uh, yeah. in the first five generations of the game. <laughs> well, uh, well, experience I guess, share. Yeah. Yeah, the was, item existed. It does exist in generation one. And it does work the way it works now. It distributes points to everybody. But I think it just, like, took whatever your one Pokemon would have gotten and divides it up by six. 
as opposed to actually giving everybody a substantial amount of experience. Exactly. Which... And then <sighs> Gen 2 through 5, it was a held item to only work on one Pokemon. Which sort of even, not evened out, but at least boosted a little bit of what was being distributed. Exactly. But it was still just a pain to, because then you could only work on really one Pokemon at a time. Yeah, yeah, I, I used it, though. I, I don't think I used it in Gen 1 ever, because I don't know why. I, I don't even remember where you get it, um, and I don't I don't think I care, because yeah. it, distri- it like, spreads things out so thinly. Um, I think it's one of the items you get from Professor Oak's aids after you've caught, like, maybe, like, 50 Pokemon or something. Uh, okay, yeah, see, at that point, like, it's not going to make much of a difference, but... yeah. Uh, I, I used it when it was a, a held item by one Pokemon. I actually used it like all the time. Oh yeah, me because too. then you could you it, basically it was it would allow me to train a very low leveled Pokemon to a point where I could then train it on its own mm-hmm. um, instead of doing the like swap in swap out swap in swap out swap in swap out. So uh, that then it then it was like pretty useful. But now now we're good. Sword and Shield good. I actually think Sun and Moon did it best, but uh, but that's okay. Yeah, because um, like when I was doing my Master Dex challenge, um, I would uh, just take all the Pokemon I needed, and then I would just transfer them up, and then I would evolve them up there because it would just be a whole lot easier just to mm-hmm. evolve everybody in the later games just because then I could do multiples at a time instead of just doing it one at a time in the regular game. Yes, because Pokemon realized that the point of the game is not to grind. <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that's not actually fun mm-hmm. but uh but yeah so i'm i'm making my way through that yeah it's really cool yeah yeah um I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh oh i did watch uh this video last night it's uh this guy his name's uh i want to say jonathan stone or something like that basically he does like all these really cool pokemon challenges mm-hmm so uh, he's done how easily can you catch every Pokemon in this game in 24 hours, stuff like that. And he does this thing called the Professor Oak Challenge where you have to capture and evolve every Pokemon before you hit the first gym. So like say in red and blue, you have to capture every Pokemon that's available before you get to Brock. And oh, then you have I was to... like, that's actually impossible. But now that you're explaining it, I understand better. Yes, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you have to go and capture every Pokemon that you can. So, but obviously, you start with just like one starter, and then you catch like Pidgey, Rattata, Caterpie, Nidorino, all of them. And you have to evolve them all the way up. So, like your starter, you have to have like a level 30 something by the, before you even yeah. hit. So, that's a pain. But he decided to do Sword and Shield last mm-hmm. night. And. Feel like oh my be god! So much easier. No. <laughs> well, yes and well, no. Easier to level them up, but there are way more Pokemon to catch. So basically, before he hit the first gym, and after he evolved everything, he had a grand total of two hundred and eighty-nine yeah. Pokemon. Yep. Thanks yep. to the wild area, because he had to do all the raids. He had to find certain raid Pokemon from certain areas and. Oh, all that stuff because uh, hmm. they were available. I feel like then the challenge is broken. I feel like at that point, if if you're including the wild area, then that challenge is just like busted. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> eh. uh, because I, I, it seems like the spirit of that challenge is that like each, each sort of leg, like you, you can like break it into legs, right? So like, I'm going to complete this leg in the spirit of like game completion mm-hmm. before I move on to the next leg. Uh, but the wild area isn't a leg. It's a unifying, it's sort of like a unifying area. Yeah. But obviously uh, like there's some things you can't mm-hmm. catch in the wild area because they're such a high level that the game won't even let you catch them. Right. So like you don't get those just yet until the game allows you to catch them. Um, like you can only do one star raids before you even encounter the before the first gym. So yeah, basically he just had to catch everything from the one star raids, and then he even said like even the rare can- like the candies that he gets from the raids, like you only get like extra small and small candies. Mm-hmm. So it's still not enough to help evolve everybody. You just really had to. Just keep the grind going for everything. Well, I hope he enjoyed it because it sounds miserable. (laughs) (laughs) It's what he does. I don't know what it is, but I love watching it. It was like a 40-minute video, but it was fun to watch. Yeah. What was his playtime at that point by the time he got to the first gym? He doesn't say what his playtime was by the time he got to the first gym. But What? Yeah, it's like no. the only thing I really care about. <laughs> he, he said, <laughs> "I want to know how play- long it took him." <laughs> he he gives like the time breakdown like after everything's done, but I don't remember what he said it was. Mm. Yeah, sorry. I just thought it was kind of cool that like you literally have access up to pretty much two hundred and eighty nine Pokemon by the before the first gym, if you really think about it. Yeah, it's I I appreciate it like for science like it like in that sort of spirit um Mm -hmm. i think it's it's cool i i think i would i'm more uh i think i vibe better with it as a challenge for the first uh first seven generations i don't even know because i haven't even thought about how that would work in the last two generations but um but i appreciate the science of Mm -hmm. of trying to do it in sword and shield yeah, I think uh, you can do red, blue, and yellow with only four badges. Because um, you just need Brock and Misty, and then I think it's uh, Erica with Strength, and then Koga with Surf. And you can pretty much capture almost everything, minus like Mewtwo. Oh, I s- Hmm. Yeah. The goal is to capture as many Pokemon yeah. as you can get with out without as many badges because okay. you don't really need lieutenant surge because you can get yeah because um you can get through the uh rock tunnel without flash or anything so yeah this it, okay well this was like the type of challenge i was like hey maybe i could do that in an older game but now now that i'm sort of thinking about it like i i don't want to because <laughs> i was well because i was thinking of it as like legs but there isn't really legs because like you're saying with the like once a once an hm opens things up you're just mm-hmm. like going past a gym like the gym yeah. isn't the checkpoint no um it's not like you're doing everything between cerulean and vermilion or between Vermilion and Celadon. It's mm-hmm. just... Uh, I mean, you could do yeah, it that eh. way if you wanted to. Well, yeah, you could do whatever you want. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm! I still appreciate <laughs> the science of it. Yeah. I think that's the thing with challenges that I have to remember is, like, 
a lot of the challenges I don't think would ever be fun for me and they sound completely miserable. And I, I like personally, like from an emotional standpoint, I'm like, why the hell would you ever do that? That seems like so <laughs> much work and so boring. But I guess like when I think about it from the perspective of like just things that you can do and mm-hmm. like figuring out how something would work, then it, it does it does actually become very interesting um, because you're sort of figuring out the game, not figuring out the game, but like you're figuring out what you can do with the game outside of the sort of parameters that have been intended for you, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do I plan on ever doing any of those? Probably not, but I like watching the videos of someone else doing it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I guess that's the other part of it, right? Like, if they're entertainers, like, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, neat. Mm-hmm. He also does a bunch of other videos, like, how easily can you get, like, every uh, ribbon from each, uh, for, like, each thing in the games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, defeat a ribbon for max friendship and all that stuff. Are there other ribbons in Sword and Shield currently than just being champion? Um, I've noticed that some Pokemon will have ribbons based on like their natures or something like that. I'm not 100% sure on how it works, but I have noticed like I'll be looking at my Pokemon like, how did you get that ribbon? I don't know how you got that, but. Oh. Yeah. You have Pokemon that have ribbons that weren't on your championship team? Uh, they were my championship team, but they got the ribbons before I became champion because I noticed it. So they have more than the championship ribbon. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I'll uh screenshot it and I'll send it to you later, and I'll show you. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, again, I I was just randomly. I mean, I haven't looked into it. I'm sure somebody's already like done. Like, I, there's so many things that I wonder about where I'm like, I could just go onto Cerebi and look. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but sometimes it's fun to wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that's mostly it for Pokemon news, or what's new with Pokemon for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess going in, uh, we've been talking about it a little bit already. Did you want to go into Pokemon Home News? Yeah. I mean, what yeah. if I said no? What would happen? Then I'd say, okay, then let's talk about Pokemon Go news, because <laughs> I could go either way. So Yeah, let's talk let's talk about home. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally got a lot of details coming out about Pokemon Home, which is awesome. I'm super excited for this. Uh as of right now, all we know is it's available February twenty twenty. Again, I have a feeling it's gonna come out tomorrow just because we're recording today. So Yeah, it's February twenty twenty right now. Exactly. Um, but in all seriousness, it's probably going to come out like the end of the month, which, eh. So you can, uh, uh, so some new features that are, make this a whole lot better than, uh, just the Pokemon bank. Uh, So uh, I think we talked about this before, but you get two versions, basically. One will be on your switch and one will be on your mobile device, but they will both be connected. So whatever you do on the mobile device will show up on the switch and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But this uh, on the mobile version, you can do a whole lot more, which is kind of cool. So there are four ways you can actually trade with the mobile device. You cannot trade with the Switch version. So uh, one of the ways is you got Wonder Box, which is a lot like Wonder Trade, where you basically just put Pokemon 
in a box and then like it'll randomly be sent out to be traded with other players you don't even need to be playing at that time like you don't have to have home open it'll do it for you i can't wait to have a wonder box ah uh, absolutely full of everybody's rejected dreepy can't wait <laughs> can't wait uh... hey hey folks listening if you didn't <laughs> want it most people also don't want it <laughs> Well, most of them are just from like I understand that there are people who are. I know, I know, <laughs> but guess how many nickets I've put into surprise trade? Zero, because if I didn't want them, other people probably don't want them. Mm. Uh, I get that there are new people playing, so like I'm not saying never put that stuff in, but if you're dropping like 800 Dreepy into surprise trade. I'm going to break your card, <laughs> break your Pokemon sword and shield game card. <laughs> so keep your karma. Good. Think about your karma. <laughs> How are you affecting your karma? When you put things into surprise trade, have mm-hmm. I put junk into surprise trade? Yes. Do I try to fix my karma by putting in some good stuff too? Yes. Have I bred things specifically to put into surprise trade to fix my karma? Yes. Nice. I actually just surprise traded a Gigantamax and Kingler last night. Nice. Yeah, I thought it'd be nice. Um, so I can already tell you right now. Anytime I open up the game to check my Wonder Box, I'm be like, "What's?" In, I'm gonna start singing the Wonder Ball song, but switch out ball with yeah. box. Because yeah, you know, what's why not? in the Wonder Box? Exactly. Thank you. I can't sing, so I do appreciate you doing that for me. False. We all heard you sing on the holiday episode. <laughs> Uh, anyways so uh the other way of trading is the gts which is finally back which is one of my favorite ways to trade because basically you say hey i have this pokemon and i'm looking for this pokemon majority of the time someone's like oh hey i have a level 5 caterpie i'm looking for a level 100 arceus but that's just yeah. people being people. Um, there are some really good people out there that are like, oh, hey, I have, say, a sock. I'm looking for a throw. So yeah. there you go. There is um, – there are some – because this sort of feature didn't exist in Sword and Shield, there is sort of a, a an image going around on the internet that has specific um, link codes Mm-hmm. that are associated with certain exclusive pairs. Um, and I thought that was a really brilliant way to sort of get around the fact that this feature didn't exist. So there's like a specific code for sock and throw, uh, a specific code for, you know, Ponyta and whatever else, you know, and I I just oh. thought that was, that was a cool way to get around it. Yeah. So Cause basically... like if you had sword and I had shield and we were mm-hmm. like, man, I really need that sock. And you were like, I really need that throw or whatever one's exclusive. Who cares? They're the same thing. And they're both dumb, but hmm. um, we would see that graphic and be like, Oh, that's the code for sock and throw. And then you kind of can figure out like everyone who's putting in that code is looking for either a sock or a throw. So you can just kind of keep, using that code until mm-hmm. you get somebody with the, the opposite version of you. Yeah. Okay, so I, I thought cool. that was clever. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a nice community workaround. That's awesome. Although yeah. to be fair, I found a guy who will actually trade you a sock in game. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, In the uh, city that has the springs and whatnot, he's looking for mm-hmm. a vanillish. And if you trade him a vanillish, uh, he'll give you a sock. Oh, weird. Yeah. And Pokemon Shield. So I was like, oh, 
Okay, I, that works. What's funny is I probably talked to that guy and was like, Sock, who cares? Sock is stupid. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then just never thought about him again. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go uh, around like, I need a sock. <laughs> I need a sock, guys. Guys, I just need a sock. <laughs> I don't need two. I just need one. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So another way you can trade is called room trade, which is very much like wonder trade. But so it lets you create a room and trade Pokemon among the people who join. You can have up to 20 people in a room and you won't know what Pokemon you'll receive until the trade is complete. I like this, uh, ironically, for the types of challenges that could be born out of it. Uh, I think you could end up with some really funny sort of like group uh, situations or whatever. Although I'm, I guess, hmm. Would you be able to create a challenge out of this? I don't know. I, I guess mean, it would okay. depend on what Pokemon you're getting because you won't be able to put everything into back into the game. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, okay, well, that, TBD on that. Yeah. But I do think it would be funny. Like, if you just had a group of your friends in there, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you don't know necessarily what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be funny. And then finally, you said the word itself, friend trade, which will allow you to trade Pokemon with other users who you've become friends with in Pokemon Home. So, like, there'll be, like, an add friend function. And mm-hmm. so, like, I can add you as a friend. You can add me. And then, well, if you want to add me, I don't know. And then we can trade just that way. We don't have to join a room or do GTS or Wonder Trade or whatever. So that would be cool. Yeah. And all yeah, these will be all, on the – It all makes sense. Yeah, and these will all be on the mobile device version. So, yeah, I, I imagine there's somebody out there who's like, "What? Why is it only on the mobile version?" But think about this: putting all these features and more features on the mobile version makes tons of sense because it will outlive the Switch version, mm-hmm. and it would be a pain in the butt to have all of these features on the Switch version when the Switch version's lifespan is far shorter. So this exactly. is it's it actually makes tons of sense to have this thing sort of outside the structure of the generation to generation mechanics. Mm-hmm. So Pokemon Home could like say, "Oh, hey, here's the new Switch VR set." That just come <laughs> randomly with it, and oh, but you know you need a new Pokemon Home. But if you have it on the mobile device, then you can just link it up, and then you're good to go. Right. So right. Yes, indeed. Although, indeed. seriously, Switch VR set, please let that be a thing because I want to play Pokemon VR. So, just saying. Pokemon Wild Area VR. Oh, God. It'd be so amazing. Here's your bicycle peripheral. You must actually pedal. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just kidding. That would be terrible and would not be very inclusive. <laughs> I would just get an exercise bike by that point just to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> actually... You know what? That would be kind of amazing if you, not not if it were a peripheral, that would be stupid. But if you had Pokemon Wild Area VR and then you just played it while you were on your own stationary bike, mm-hmm. kind of brilliant, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then like cool. if you're walking, just get a treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. So um, the next thing that they've uh, said for it, there will be a national decks in Pokemon home. Yes. Yes, there will. And what's really cool is like the 
from what I've seen, like the pictures of the Pokemon, they're all in the poses from the Kensugamori art, but they're like the digital version that you'll see in Pokemon Sword and Shield, but they're just posed like the Kensugamori art, and I love that. Yeah, it's very they're very cool um mm-hmm. avatars, icons, images. They're not yes. sprites. They're not model isn't quite accurate, but um, but yeah, they, they look really, really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, it took me a second. I was like, there's something different. Uh, but I, I love it. I love it a lot. I do it too. Very neat. Very and clean so, looking. Yes. So if you have a Pokemon that can either mega evolve or have a Gigantamax form, it will include those forms with the Pokedex. So I don't know if you just need like one Charizard and automatically it'll have all the information about all the forms. Or if like you need like a poke like a Charizard from X and Y or and a Charizard from Sword and Shield to be able to. Well, I would expect that it works similarly to the way the Pokedex works now, which is if you have a Colossal, you have the entry for Colossal. But if you then get a Gmax Colossal, mm-hmm. you have both entries. Right. Um, or if the first one you get is a G-Max Colossal, obviously you get both. I imagine it's just the same as that. Like, I don't think you would have an entry for, you know, Mega... I almost said Mega Lapras. <laughs> <laughs> Wishful thinking uh, from yeah. X number of years ago. But um, if you... I, I don't imagine that if you had a regular Combuskin... Or not Combuskin. Blaziken? Blaziken. Thank you. Um, if you had a regular one, I don't think you would. Oh wait, but ev- oh, Mega Evolution works differently. Yeah, it's just a held item. I'm stuck in G Max mode. Yeah, so I don't know how yeah, it would work. I, hmm. Hmm. Because yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, I don't know. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess so, I guess you probably will just be able to see both then. Yeah. Again, time will tell. We'll find out shortly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's this one's interesting. You'll be able to receive mystery gifts in the mobile device version. So does this mean that Pokemon Pass is no longer a thing? Uh, I wonder because I think Pokemon Home certainly has the potential to sort of unify a number of different things. So if they can, if they can incorporate Pokemon Pass into Pokemon Home... I think that would make sense. Plus, I have to imagine more people will be utilizing Pokemon Home than Pokemon Pass. Yeah. Pokemon uh, Pass seems like a very like underdeveloped, underutilized tool. Yeah, I've, I think I've only used it once. I've that, never used it. Th- and it's only because I walked into a GameStop, saw that they had a thing. I scanned it real quick. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But then I had to like stand there for five minutes and create like a profile for the whole thing. So, right. <laughs> it was, right. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Uh, judge, and so you can also judge Pokemon, which is basically just the IV check, which you can also get in Sword and Shield right now. Yes, yes. So there's it's eh. a good thing. Yeah. Um, the next thing is you will have a room, which is basically your profile, where you will see events or games you've connected to Pokemon Home. So, i.e., like let's go Eevee, let's go Pikachu, Sword Shield. Um, You can edit your profile using stickers, which you get by meeting certain conditions or perform certain tasks known as challenges. So probably like, oh, uh, put in this many grass-type Pokemon or put in this many Pokemon or just any of that kind of stuff is what I'm assuming. 
I could be wrong, it's, it's but probably just like achievements. Yeah. Um, next up, you can get battle data on ranked battles and various online competitions that are going on in uh, in Sword and Shield. Um, you will receive news about Pokemon being distributed as gifts. So when there's like, oh, hey, a new mystery gift is available by going to GameStop, you'll probably get like a notification saying, here you go. This is what you got to do. That is nice for the fact that you these will probably be push notifications if you want them to be. Yep. Which I am excited about. I would be very happy to have my phone push out a notification when something like that is available. Yeah. Because otherwise I don't pay attention. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be really cool. I don't know if they would do this, but be like, oh, hey, we see that you're at a GameStop. Don't forget, you need to do this. Like I have like a, oh, hey, we recognize that you're at a GameStop right now type notification. They could do that. I would be surprised if they did. Exactly. And then we've got Pokemon Home Points. As you deposit more Pokemon, you will receive battle points, which you can then transfer into your Sword or Shield game and buy certain items mm-hmm. instead of using cash or your uh, watts. Yes. Because, so, although it's funny because, like, oh, well, there are certain things you can only buy with battle points. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, because cash is so hard to come by in Sword and Shield jk it's not no i i figured out the other day (laughs) because i was being cautious about it just in case Mm -hmm. um but i figured you know what i'm just gonna go for it this time and see what happens i figured out that you can absolutely have more than more than a million uh whatever pokemon money units are called Uh, yeah we'll just say dollars but yeah Mm -hmm. you can have seven figures and probably more than seven figures in your bag at one time. Because nice. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, like you get so many items you can sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I, just kept doing that because I kept having them and holding on to them makes no sense. And then I could buy, you know, hundreds of Pokeballs at a time, which is nice. So I would sell stuff. And then I was like, but I don't know if they're going to let me go over $9.99, $9.99. Right. Um, because I don't know if previous games did. I don't think Sun and Moon let you. Um, so I was being cautious about it. And then I was like, eh, forget it. Whatever. Let's try. And sure enough, seven figures. I'm a rich man in Pokemon Shield. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was starting to run a little bit low on money because I had to buy some like uh, Carboses and Zincs and Irons and stuff like that just so I can improve my Galarian Farfetch so I could evolve it yeah. better. Yeah. And so I quickly ran out of money. So I was like, shoot, what do I do? I was like, oh, I know. I'll go to the Treasure Hunter Brothers, uh, have spend some of my watts to have them dig up stuff and then just sell that stuff. Yeah. It worked out great for me. Just uh, all you got to do is ride around in the water, you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just make sure that you go into the water every, every time you play. Well, I guess every 24 hours. Uh, get those pearl strings, baby. Yeah, that too. <laughs> So, uh, they have announced the prices for Pokemon Home. And yes, they have... there are prices for this thing that they developed that they spent yes. a lot of time and work on yes. that you will benefit greatly from. <laughs> I don't want to hear any complaints. <laughs> well, Pokemon <laughs> Bank costs you five bucks for an entire year. Yes. So, it's this is not something new. Right. 
but because there's so many more features, they've upped the prices. But they have given you three options. Yep. Actually, technically, there's four. Uh, the first option, it's free, but you're limited on what you can do. Yes. So let me pull up real quick here, and I can tell you what those I feel like are. the gist of the free plan is, like, you can store all your Pokemon. Like, you can you can do that. Well, I don't know for sure, but I feel like here. that's the basic element, right? Okay, well, the basic plan is uh, you can uh, not move any Pokemon from Pokemon Bank. Uh, the number of Pokemon that can be deposited is only 30. Ah. Um, the number of Pokemon that can be placed in the Wonder Box at once is 3. Uh, the number of Pokemon that can be placed in the GTS at once is 1. Uh, you can participate in room trades, and you do not get the judge function. But if you have the premium plan, poke, moving Pokemon from Pokemon Bank is available. The number of Pokemon that can be deposited is 6,000, which is double the amount of Pokemon I think you could have in Pokemon uh, uh, Bank. The number of Pokemon that can be placed in the Wonder Box at once is 10. The number of Pokemon that can be placed in the GTS at once is three. For room trades, you can participate and host, and then you have the junk function. There you go. Yeah. So that's if you want just the basic. Um, clearly, I'm not going to want the basic because I have a lot of Pokemon to transfer from Pokemon Bank. Uh, so for one month, it will cost you $2.99. For three months, it will cost you four ninety nine, and twelve months will cost you fifteen ninety nine. So, it's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there something else? Uh, I don't think so. So, I, oh, and uh, basically, they said that if you haven't touched your Pokemon bank in a long time, which is more than likely. So your your paid subscription to Pokemon Bank is probably timed out, so you won't have you'd have to pay another five bucks to get that. They did say for the first month that Pokemon Home is out, Pokemon Bank will be free. Oh, well that's nice. For an entire month. So that's really cool. So it gives you time to transfer everybody up and whatnot. Yeah. So, which is good for me, because I don't think I've touched my Pokemon Bank in a while. And I'm pretty sure I renewed it, like, probably, it's probably gone past the renew date. So, I'm, like, just holding out now just until then, and then I can transfer everybody over. Yeah. I renewed mine pretty recently, just because I couldn't remember what all was in there. Ah. Yeah. And I knew I was going to be using it. Uh... Although, I guess now I won't be, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Relatively inexpensive. I'm not really upset about it. Yeah, nah, it's five bucks. So, super stoked about this. Uh, cannot wait uh, for it to come out. And then I can continue my Master Dex challenge with uh, the new rules that are coming out from what I've been seeing. Mm -hmm. One of them is I have to have a Sinnoh Mime Jr. Yeah. Trade it up and then evolve it into a Mr. Rhyme. That'll be fun. You can do it. I know I can. And I still got to go back and play some of the older games. Uh, got to whip out the GameCube. Yeah. What the heck, man? <laughs> D 
do it. I will. What are you waiting for? I'm waiting for life to get easier. Yeah. Uh, so this past Friday, a new trading card game packs came out. Tell me more. So the Sword and Shield packs are available. I've already picked up three packs just because I was like, you know what? I haven't bought any packs in probably about a year now. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you know what? If I'm going to buy some packs, I might as well get the first packs from Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. And I got three uh, super rare cards. I got a Lapras V card and a uh, Stonejourner V card. Oh, interesting. Yes. The Vs, I believe, are basically the new like GX type things. Yeah, yes. Like. The best way, I think, to think about it is like V... It's it's hard because the trading card game does not mimic the core series in the way that I think you might expect it to. Um, so they have all kinds of like terminology that just doesn't really translate perfectly. But I think like if you're a, a games only person like I am, mm-hmm. I was looking a little bit at this. I think that the best way to think about it is like a V is almost like a Dynamax and a V max is like a Gigantamax. Um, but again, yes. it doesn't translate perfectly because the game, like the, the card game does not mimic right. the core series game. It's yeah. Not, not based on the core series, but like based off of like these uh, sun and moon cards, it's basically the GX cards that they had in sun and moon. Right. Right. Or EX and X and Y. So, uh, I'm pretty happy. The artwork's pretty nice. I just want to get like all the new Pokemon and whatnot. I might get like the first three sets because usually they don't release every new Pokemon into it. Right. So we'll see. But yeah, I was happy with my first three pulls. I just had to find a new binder. I was like, oh, I don't have a binder for these. <laughs> so I need a binder, sword and shield binder. Exactly. Because I only put three sets in a binder just because I don't want the binders to get over big. Mm-hmm. And so there's about. Not counting secret rares, because they never really tell you. There's 202 cards in this set. Oh. Yes. So there's quite a bit, but... Eh. Makes sense for, a, I guess, technically a base set. I think ever since Tag Team, they've been really increasing the amount of cards that it can be in a set. Mm-hmm. It's like, past 200. Like, before, I think it might have been, like, in the 100s. So now it's like in 200s. I'm like, wow, okay, that's a lot. I mean, from their perspective, why not if people are buying them? Exactly. That's more money for them. Mm -hmm. Um, In general news, uh, Funko announced four new Pokemon Pops. Yes, they did. Yes. And I'm like, great, so much for the whole just one at a time thing. That was great. Just one at a time works perfect for me. Uh, if those sold well, which I have to imagine they did based oh, on this sure. news, there was no way they were going to keep it to one at a time. <laughs> oh, I know. But this is just me being, uh, I really wish you guys would have kept it one at a time because my wallet would appreciate it. But I, well, get I think one. it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was going to go one of two ways, right? Like they were going to release the, those first four one at a time. And then that was going to be it like period. End of Actually, it's five. Pokemon pop sentence. F- uh, Eevee. what was the fifth one? Oh, thank you. Forgot about Eevee. Um, yeah, Eevee has because I forgot that Eevee is basically a mascot now. <laughs> yes. Well, the big the big Eevee has. Yeah, I'm still waiting stores. to get the small Eevee. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I I it was either going to be those ones, mm-hmm. and, and that was just going to be the end of it, uh, or they were going to go all in, and I think they're just going to go all in at this point. <laughs> yeah. So the four new Pokemon pops. You got Vulpix, Mister Mime, Mewtwo, and Pichu. So we get our first Johto mm-hmm. Pokemon pop. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't expect this to be a sign of more Johto to come, though, given that it's a Pichu. Right. No, we'll, but it's just we'll nice. It, you know, I will take Pichu any day because I like Pichu. Um, I get why they're doing Mister Mime because obviously the hype from Detective Pikachu. Yes. Vulpix, I wasn't expecting, but I'm all for it because one of my best friends is a huge Vulpix fan, so I know she's happy. Yeah. Vulpix, I Vulpix is an interesting Pokemon right now because I'm not necessarily surprised that it's one of the pops because it's cute. I think it, I think it is a generally popular one. Brock had one, so it's recognizable mm-hmm. um, for you know older older Pokemon fans who might not necessarily know newer stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> hi, cat. But yeah. um, the thing that's interesting about Vulpix is there's now these two different forms. And I just want both of them all the time. Yeah. I wish this were a two-pack. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be cool. Like, I could see them later on maybe releasing like a Vulpix and a yeah. little Vulpix pack together. Yeah. Um, like the uh, the vote that was for Community Day, Vulpix was an option. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked it as an option, but I would have liked it more if we knew for sure that it was going to be both Vulpix. But I doubt it was going to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool if so, it was both full picks. Honestly, I was yeah. expecting them to be all four. Like they'd be like, Oh hey, it was a four way tie. Oh yeah. Well, I I I'm kinda glad they didn't do that, to be honest. Because uh, I like the fact that they're they're giving folks a choice. And if they did all four, then it just was like, JK, you never had a choice to begin with. True. <laughs> True. So uh yeah. I, I like that they actually did this because then it it i think it's encouraging um Mm -hmm. as much as it would have been cool to have all of them i think it's good for the future for this to have turned out to be a legitimate thing yeah speaking of voting have you been voting on the uh, google pokemon votes uh i haven't yet okay yeah i'm lazy (laughs) i'm lazy kyle come on (laughs) you gotta vote for your clefairy yeah, if well, if I were voting, I would be voting for Clefable. Get out of here. Okay, um, or Heracross. Well, it, you can actually it, they divide the votes up by region. Perfect. Well, then I'll vote for both. Yeah, but what's funny about it is like you get like the Kanto, the Johto, and so on and so forth. But then they have Galar and etc. So when you open it up, the etc. is Meltan and Melmetal. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Because well, I, I always thought that they were I low feel, end. I think that they should be considered. Well, that's weird because they're they are, they're considered. Their region is weird, but but as far as like generation goes, I thought they were firmly considered Gen Seven Pokemon mm-hmm. because Let's Go is considered a Gen Seven game. Yeah. So I'm surprised that for voting they included it in sort of the Gen 8 camp. Yeah. I get it never getting a region. If they never want to give it a region, that's well, fine, because technically I think the region would make the most sense being Kanto. But then you get into weird sort of like, wait, we're adding Pokemon to the Kanto region now? You know what yeah. I mean? Well, here's um, my theory for hmm. it. 
So the only reason they put etc. with Galar was because it's the last option, so it just made sense to put etc. at the end. So, sure. But the etc. means that it's technically a real-world region Pokemon, if you will. Is that it's first I discovered guess. in Pokemon Go? That's that's Is my that only what guess. It says? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just my um, theory. I still think. I mean, it, none of this actually matters. It's a Pokemon that exists, but exactly. Um, <laughs> but I still think it. It. I. If I had to, if I were the one in charge, if I were the one deciding, I would call it a Gen Seven Pokemon from the Kanto region. That's okay. what I would say. Okay. As weird as it is to add a Kanto Pokemon, I think the only place it has ever appeared in the core series is Kanto. Right. Although, like, if you go based off the anime, which, by the way, is still amazing, you got to watch it, um, it's an Alolan Pokemon because Ash gets one. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, I would be fine with it being considered an Alolan Pokemon, but uh, either way, it's Gen 7! Yeah. <laughs> and either way, vote for Magnemite and Heracross in your Pokemon votes. Yeah, get our mascots in there. Exactly. Hello. And, you know, um, just and vote for whoever else you want in the other regions. Yeah. Okay, where where where's the form here? Where's my form? I'm trying to vote. <laughs> Probably missed just, it. Just Google Pokemon vote. Is it gone already? So... Okay, I'm on Pokemon Twitter. Hundreds of Pokemon have been discovered thus far, but only one can become the hashtag Pokemon of the year. The choice is yours. Vote for your favorite Pokemon. There's a link. Click the link. Just takes me to Pokemon.com. Okay, go to Google and just vote. Just no, don't go away, Google. Uh, Just go to Google and uh, search Pokemon Vote, and it's the first thing that pops up. Ugh. My gosh. I know. Such this extra work. so much work. <laughs> I know. You know what? Here, I will vote with you. We will oh do this live gosh. on the podcast because I haven't voted today. Uh, okay, Canto. It is interesting that this is just like built into Google. This is actually very cool. Uh, so as mm-hmm. much as I'm complaining, the fact that it's just built into the Google search interface is pretty incredible. Yeah. Okay, so there I'll you are, for... Clefable. Get it, Bay. Vote for Magnemite. Johto. Okay. I think we both are going to choose the same Oops. one for here. Let's go back to Johto. Furry. I forgot about Furry. No, no, no. Got to stick with my guns. Go for Heracross. Where are you at, Heracross? Jeez, Grr. There you are. I know that it's very far. Yeah, it's back there. Vote. There you are. Back. Uh, and then who else can I vote for? I'm not going to vote for every generation on, on the air, but... Okay. Well, I, I already know uh. who I'm voting for, so Trico for Hoenn. Oh, whoa. I didn't realize that Unova had so many different names. <laughs> I didn't yeah. realize the regions had different... Well, I, I guess they don't. It's just Unova. What an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Why is Unova the, the only region that has different names based on... The country. I oh, don't that's know. fascinating. See, Luxray for Sinnoh. Wow. Nova. I already have my pick for this one. Oh, man. This is so interesting. I'm voting for my favorite huh. crocodile. Well, Galar. I can, I can vote for Galar. I know who I'm going to vote for in Galar. That's an easy one. <sighs> who are you voting Where for, Galar? Where are you? Toxtricity, baby. Uh, okay, so, Kalos. I vote for Heliolisk. Okay. Done. 
and then see here back uh, Alola. Um, oh, obviously Litten. <laughs> and one. then uh, Galler, etc. Um, Galler, etc. That's what it says. I know. It's silly. <sighs> silly. I could go Cinderace, but I gotta go for my favorite dog and go with Boltund. But it's funny, like, majority of my Pokemon that I voted for are all electric. It's almost like I like electric Pokemon or something. Oh, yeah, that's really, really unexpected. Um, wow. <laughs> so, there you go. I think my Alola is probably going to be pre-Marina, but I got to do a double check here. Mm-hmm. Just look through, you know, yeah. just casually scroll. Oh, that's right. Pukamuku exists. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, how do I choose? Oh, I'm turning that into my ringtone now. Oh, no. <laughs> ah. uh, I think we I, both um... know. That you need to no. chuck Primarina out of this category and go with false. Pukumuku. No, no, can't do it. Primarina, you win. You're, <laughs> you're getting it's, Pukumuku. I love, mm-hmm. but uh, but Primarina and I have a connection. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> a day one connection. Mm. And besides, Pukumuku is the only one worth chucking. That's literally what it what it's for. Uh, I know it's to chuck. I know. <laughs> so yeah, my wife voted too. She voted for Evie for uh, the first generation, second generation. Uh, I... Evie's got a strong chance. Oh yeah, Evie's got very strong. Uh, she voted for Corsola in second generation. Oh, good choice. Um, I know she voted for Dedene in Kalos. She loves Dedene. Cute. Um, I don't remember who she voted for in the others though. Hmm. I think she also voted know. for Toga tomorrow. Oh, another good choice. Yeah, she she loves all the cute Pokemon. Yeah, pretty much any electric rodent stands a decent chance, except probably like Pachirisu. And plus people... mine them. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Those ones are hard. I think Pachirisu is one that like people genuinely just sort of forget about. I always um, forget about Molga, and it's like honestly. Yeah, that's that's true. That one too. I guess just four and five in general. Those those electric rodents are probably less memorable because you have the sort of like. Pikachu, Pichu, original thing. I think Plusle mm-hmm. and Minin probably still fit into that nostalgia for some people. Um, and they're so similar to, to Pikachu and Pichu. Well, that and the fact um, that... And then like, you have the recency bias of the newer rodents. Yeah. And so anything that's smack dab in the middle mm-hmm. is sort of like not old enough to be nostalgic, not new enough to be recent. So, well, sorry, Pachirisu. <laughs> sorry, Amolga. Well, that and the fact that Plus and Minum are, like, everywhere in Pokemon Go. Yes. yes and, like, yes, yes. Pachirisu is, like, Canadian exclusive, so... Uh... Unless, of course, you're going to be in the St. Louis uh, Pokemon Go event. I'm not. Definitely not. Yeah. I was close to going. Very close to going. That is, uh, I mean, aside from Chicago itself, that is the next place I like. The only other place I would have considered going, if I still lived in Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, because that's a very, very easy trip from Chicago. Long, but it's easy. Yeah, and I've made the trip to St. Louis before myself uh, mm-hmm. twice actually. So in, by drive, it's yeah. not pleasant, but it's doable. Yeah, but wouldn't doesn't. 
I wouldn't be surprised if there was a DC event, though. Have they ever done a DC event? They definitely have. Um, well, there was the Pokemon Go Championships in DC, but that's oh, that's right. So far, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if they did one. Um, yeah, that would be an easy one for you to get to. Yeah, maybe next year. We'll see what happens. Um, because but they've been mm. keeping a very middle of the country. Yeah. Which I get why they're doing it that way because it's easier mm-hmm. for everybody from both sides to come. Yeah, to. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of Pokemon Go, we've got uh, quite a bit of Pokemon Go news. Let's see here. So, February is jam-packed with events and whatnot. So, first up, uh, something that, honestly, I don't really care about. Uh, Shadow Raikou from G- uh, Giovanni needs to be saved. Aww. Well, I mean, like, I care, but, like, I haven't done any of the Giovanni battles, so... Yeah, I haven't either. I've done one leader challenge, and it was hard. Yeah, I I appreciate all of the Rocket Go stuff. I think it's actually, ooh, I think it's actually an incredible thing for them to have added to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm 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 really happy for for it to be there for the folks who kind of needed something to like elevate their Go experience because there are mm-hmm. people who are like super into it and they're very. Yeah. You know, very dedicated to it. And it's perfect for those folks. I just am not that dedicated to it to begin with. It's like a very casual game for me. So Yeah. I I, I it's cool. I like don't get me wrong. It's just mm-hmm. it's not necessarily for me. See, I'll do a battle against a regular grunt once in a while. Yeah, me too. But that's about it. They're easy enough to beat. Yeah. But then I tried the challenge like all throughout when I was in Disney because I finally got all of my uh, pieces. I kept challenging yeah. them and I just couldn't win. And then I think <laughs> by the time I got home, I saw one. I was like, hey, let me just try one more time. And I finally managed to win, I think, after my second attempt because I learned what Pokemon he had. I changed up my formula of what I, I was using and it worked. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, geez, if these guys are this hard, I don't want to face Giovanni. Yeah, well, it's 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 uh, it's interesting how intentionally difficult they are. I mean, they've they've made them much harder than most other Pokemon games dare to make their their challenges and bosses. Mm-hmm. So, continuing on though, we've got uh, February Research Breakthrough. You can get a Woobat with bonus Woobat candies. I do love Woobat. I do too. It's, it's cute. <laughs> it's- it's one of my it's one of my favorites uh, that I never really talk about. Ah, I actually you caught know, a kind of shiny... like those bands where you're like, oh, I love that band, but then you just like never talk about how much you love that band. That's Woobat for me. Oh, okay. I think in real life, that. if Pokemon were real, Woobat would be one of the few that I would would really want. Nice. I actually yeah. caught a shiny Woobat when I was playing. Uh, I think White Two once. Nice. Yeah, I was like, oh hey, look, shiny Woobat, like just random. That's an okay shiny. Yeah. Um. So, basically, you'll get 13 candies on your uh, research breakthrough for it, which is awesome. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And then if you double it, you get 26. So you only need to do two research breakthroughs to evolve it. And to evolve it, you need to at least walk one kilometer with it, which is no big deal whatsoever. Nope. So, okay with that. Um... Tornadus is now in the five star raids, which is technically our first flying type poke or pure flying type Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. 
So use your electric, ice, and rock type attacks on it. But I really haven't done many 5-star raids in a while, so we'll see what happens. Uh, currently, right now, but by the time this episode is released, this event will already be over. There is a Sinnoh Region Celebration event. So a bunch of Sinnoh Pokemon have been released. All 7 kilometer eggs obtaining during the event period will exclusively hatch certain Pokemon from the Sinnoh Region, including Bidoo, Combi, Bronzor, Gibble, Riolu, Hippopotas, and Mantike. I'm really hoping for that Gibble because I don't have one yet. I don't either. Um, you could get a shiny Riolu, I believe. Yes, and a shiny Hippopotas. Which, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. one of my least favorite Pokemon of all time, so I don't care. <laughs> See, I don't care for Hippopotas. I like the female Hippowdon that's all black. Yeah, yeah. That one... I think it, it's it's the cooler of the two, but I don't really like either, either of those designs. Okay, but yeah, so shiny Riolu, I believe it's like all yellow. Or like where it's blue, it's supposed to be. It's now yellow. So, good shiny. Yes, very good shiny. Um, February fourteenth to February seventeenth will be the Pokemon Go Valentine's Day celebration. Pink Pokemon. Yes, pink Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild. I really wish they would release just regular Pokemon, but as pink from the pink episode in the Orange Island leagues, that would be amazing. That would be very cool. Even if they were rare, that would be cool. Exactly. So could you imagine getting a pink Pikachu? That would be very ex- – people would lose their minds. Exactly. Also, I want that a Crystal awesome. Onyx. Yes. Yes. That would be so cool. I. Uh, it's so sad to me. I, I get why, but it's so sad to me that the Orange Islands – they just kind of were ahead of their time, like to be totally honest, mm-hmm. um, because they did regional. I mean, they, that's that's literally what they are is regional variants. Yep. Um, but they weren't. I mean, they 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 just like were sort of ignored in the continuity, even within the show. Um, and I think because it happened so early, that's never really going to see a comeback. We're never going to see some of those Pokemon kind of given any sort of like credence or respect uh, ever again. (laughs) It's so sad. And uh, I'm going to say something that's even also sad. The same can also be said for Tracy, unfortunately. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I really need to to start looking around at Pokemon artists and commission uh, the updated version of Tracy. (laughs) Man bun Tracy. Exactly, Man Bun Tracy. I gotta say, that uh, is probably the greatest happen. joke we have ever started. Because it needs to happen. Yeah. I feel very passionately about the fact that Tracy would have a Man Bun now. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think this actually started, like, what, episode one? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a real thing that I've believed yes. um, for a while, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just needs to happen. Yeah. So along with the pink Pokemon, Audino, the hearing Pokemon, and Alolomola, the caring Pokemon, will be making their Pokemon Go debut. They are rare, though, so you might encounter them only if you're very lucky. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So during this event, regular lure modules will last six hours, and you'll receive nice. two times catch candy bonus. If you're Yes! <laughs> Sorry, that's that's the thing I always get the most excited about. Ah, uh, I used Increased to get excited. candy. Yes, 
Um, if you're lucky, you might hatch a shiny Happiny or encounter a shiny Chansey in the wild. Oh. Which I think is Shiny great. Chansey? Eh. I'm just judging shinies on this uh, episode. Well, shiny Happiny, I think, is just like a different pink, but then like shiny Chansey and shiny Blissey are like a light green. Well, mm, I wish. I wish they were. Uh, shiny Chansey is very much the same as shiny Clefable, where they're like a lighter pink and have like green tips. Okay. It's been a while because I've looked at it. I Um, believe that's what shiny Chansey is. Okay. Um, That's definitely what shiny Clefable is. It's very disappointing. To continue the pink Pokemon festivities in celebration of Valentine's day, there will be a raid day Saturday, February 15th from 2 PM to 5 PM. Your local time. That is not a day. (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon Go, you need to learn the difference between the word day and the word hours. (laughs) Community, hours. Raid, hours. (laughs) (laughs) See, it'd be different if, like, say, community day was like, oh, this Pokemon will only appear during these hours, but throughout the entire day, you can evolve it and still get that special move. But it's only like sure. it's usually only like three hours or like two three hours past the event, so it really doesn't. Yeah, but just why not make it a day? Just give that, us twelve hours of the Pokemon spawning. I don't get it. Just make exactly. why? Why not? Because I think why? they did that in December. Didn't they? Like <laughs> they're all Pokemon we all already have. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. uh, you'll uh, it'll be a Lickitung raid. Lickitung will be okay. in four star raids and no body slam. You can receive up hmm. to five additional raid passes at no cost during the event by spinning photo discs at gems. You cannot hold more than one of these raid passes at once. So it's not like you can stock up. Right. Um, let's see here. Uh, and they will not be available after the event ends. Lucky trainers might encounter a shiny Lickitung, which is Ooh. basically orange. All right, let me pull it up. I need to do my judging. Because I got a shiny Lickitung in X and Y once. It's uh, it's like gold. Okay, gold. And it yeah. was something close to that. I'm into that. That's fine. That's good. I I approve. Yes. What does shiny uh, Licky Licky look like? Uh, it is also gold. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it looks it looks good, especially because it's got the sort of like white collar thing. Mm-hmm. So it's good. I like that their tongue doesn't change. It would be weird if it did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Good, good shiny. I I, I like it. Awesome. <laughs> it is Doug approved. Doug approved shiny. Yeah. Someday I should make a whole list, a list of all, <laughs> all hundreds and hundreds of Pokemon. You give them just, my seal of approval or not. You should do like a YouTube video, like just have like the Pokemon shiny show up, and you just go. Love it, hate it. Just give it like yeah. one word yes, description. Yes, no, love it, no, cancel it. Yes, no, the oh, worst. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, don't ever show this to me again. How dare you? What's the difference? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference is a good one. Okay. That one's the same. Uh, the next event, uh, romantic love, isn't that we're celebrating this, isn't all that we're celebrating this month. Show some love for your friends with the Friendship Weekend event. So from Friday, February 21st to Monday, February 24th, uh, enjoy these exclusive bonuses. Friendship levels will increase faster. You'll get two times trade candy, 
half uh, the trade stardust cost. The number of gifts you can open daily will increase to 40. And nice. the number of gifts you can carry in your inventory will increase to 20. I feel like that should just be a common thing now. Give me 20 gifts. Yeah. Yeah, you should be allowed to hold 20 gifts all the time at this point. Yes. Um, then they are doing new experiments, which have already occurred. Uh, I did not participate in either of them. On Tuesday, February 4th, they had a Pokemon Spotlight Hour. It will feature a surprise Pokemon. All we'll tell you is that it will appear more frequently in the wild that time for just an hour, and it was an Onyx. I think a lot of people were expecting it to be like a newer Pokemon, but I get why they just chose Onyx just to test it out. Yeah, didn't they call it an experiment? Exactly. Yeah. So, and then makes sense. Thursday, February 6th, was a mystery bonus hour, which I don't remember what it was, but I think it was like catch xp or something gotcha. so for like an app for like one random hour it you get like an extra bonus and stuff which is cool because that's now you don't have to... fine yeah if you do if you're gonna do things like that that are only an hour or a few hours or whatever do something like that where it's like you get extra stardust for this hour you get extra experience for this hour you get like extra candy for this hour that's fine because that doesn't feel like something that you need to do to like complete certain tasks mm-hmm. um but community hours <laughs> angry forever angry yes. forever <laughs> well i'm gonna cheer you up because you asked for something and you got it you yes you no no you doug i know okay <laughs> i was like why are you saying that to the audience they didn't ask well they might have asked for this but you specifically did ask for this so february 27th is pokemon day um which was when the first pokemon video game was launched in japan in 1996 it has been mm-hmm. wow that is wow i feel old so what's more pokemon mewtwo strikes back evolution will be arriving on netflix on february 27th so if you're wondering what we will be doing i will be watching that i can't speak for doug i think we agreed we would be watching it <laughs> okay okay oh, i don't know so what, i will also I be what, watching it doug, i don't know what your schedule is like you could be working or something so. oh well i mean i'm not gonna watch it all day but i will be watching it okay <laughs> at some point when it releases okay okay so to commemorate the special movie release armored mewtwo will be returning to pokemon go accompanied by some of the clone pokemon seen in the movies Good. Next needs to be Orange Islands. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. If you're willing to do the clone marked Pokemon. Yes. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how long does that last? What are the deets? So, uh, it'll be lasting from Tuesday, February 25th to Monday, March 2nd. So you basically have like a almost a full week. Awesome. Okay, and I'm assuming they're appearing as raid, raid bosses. Uh, let's see here. Featuring some Pokemon are here to party. I'll just go through all this and... Uh, keep party. a lookout for Pikachu and Eevee wearing party hats appearing in the wild. So I already have a Pikachu, but I don't think I have an Eevee. That'd be cool. Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle spotting the same festive look will be hatching from 7-kilometer eggs. There's a chance that any of these partying Pokemon could be shiny too. Armored Mewtwo strikes back in 5-star raids. I see what you guys did there. 
Not only is Armored Mewtwo in Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, but it will be returning in raids as well with a special charged attack Psystrike. And I believe it can also be Shiny now. Remember clone Pokemon? Well, some are coming to Pokemon Go. In celebration of the Pokemon Day launch of Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution on Netflix. Wow, they really got to keep referencing that. Clone Pokemon, including Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise, will appear in four-star raids. Be sure to use Go Snapshot during the event, too. Clone Pikachu might appear in your photo, and you might be able to catch it. All right. There we go. That's the good stuff. Yes. Um, bonuses. Trainers will be able to do up to two special trades a day. For more information on what a special trade is, please see the Help Center article. I don't know why I had to read that part out loud. And then there will be another, and you love this phrase, raid day. <laughs> raid hours. Featuring Nidorino and Gengar wearing party hats. Sunday, March 1st, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. So cool. Glad Three hours. That's yeah. what I usually measure my days by. <laughs> yeah. Three hour chunks. Nidorino wearing party hats will be appearing in two star raids. Gengar that know Lick and Psychic and are wearing party hats will be appearing in four star raids. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Nidorino or a shiny Gengar wearing a party hat. You can. Wow, receive... Jigglypuff really got shafted here. Well, I think it's because Nidorino and Gengar were in the opening of green and red, but then when blue came out, it's their third, and I put quotes around third. I know you can't see that, but that's when they added Jigglypuff to it instead. I said what I said. I know what you said, and I, I'm correcting what you said. <laughs> Did you say you're correcting it? Yeah. <laughs> I said nothing incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so you think. <laughs> Jigglypuff got shafted, period. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways so uh both can be shiny um you can see up the five raid passes at no cost there and so that's the same thing as the other raid hours it's there there I that. are you happy thank you you're welcome uh i have a feeling nidorino will not be able to evolve during this which is yeah. fine yeah, but don't you want a Nido King with a party hat? If it did, I want the party hat to be on the horn. Yeah. Like, That's what I want. Yeah. So, eh, this will be fun. I like raid hours. They're a good chance to get out and just do some raids. Raid hours are trash! To provide a counterpoint. Ah. <laughs> Would you like to elaborate more? They should be a whole day. <laughs> Don't call something a day when it's only a few hours. Well, here's my argument for being a full day then. Like, yes, I do agree that they should just call it raid hours instead of raid day. But if it were a full day, then mm -hmm. not because everybody gets together during those three hours. Like they get together like right beforehand. So mm -hmm, everyone. Yep. So. Well, okay. Well, in my area, when <laughs> that's we go my to whole point. Okay. It's, when we go to the whole point. when we go to the park, everybody's pretty much there right before it all starts. If it started like twelve hours beforehand, nobody's gonna show up like right then, and it's just gonna be like a normal day. Be like, oh, I'm just gonna stand here until somebody actually shows up to help. But somebody falls. Do one help. in the morning. Do one in the afternoon. Do one in the evening. Doesn't have to be the whole day. 
I feel do like an afternoon one and do a morning one. I feel like you should have included something about supper time in there. Nah. Okay. All right. Uh, From Cleveland, we don't say supper. No. Nah. What do you guys say? <laughs> dinner. Okay. Well, I say dinner too, but there's uh, some song or something about morning, afternoon, and after supper time or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I just, uh, it's very frustrating. I know. Uh, that the community hours and the raid hours mm-hmm. are literally always when I'm working. And anybody who works a regular shift on the weekends. I, I will agree that does suck. Yes, sucks a lot. Yes. So I do apologize. Oh, no, I mean, it's not your fault. It's really like, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's more of an annoying. Well, it's it is general, genuinely frustrating that it always happens uh, on the same time for such a limited amount of time, especially with the community days. Mm-hmm. The community days that could be the whole day. There's I cannot think of a an, a single reason why it couldn't be uh, twelve hours long. Uh, um, yeah, they could do particular things during that that are timed mm-hmm. but just the fact that there are like the increased spawn rate just have it for 12 hours the raid day i definitely take your point i understand the the sort of like trying to get like gather people together at a certain like within mm-hmm. a certain range um but again it's still just so inflexible it's always the same range like the same hours the same like it, and so it's the people who can't do it once can never do it, which yeah. just sucks. I mean, at least we also have, what is it, uh, raid hours, uh, or raid hour, technically, on yeah. Wednesdays. Yeah. Yeah. So it's at least a little bit. Uh, are you at least able to do those? I can, yeah. Okay. I'm mostly mad about the community day. Okay. Yeah, I don't I get... really care that much about the raid stuff. I, I oh. care about the raid stuff on principle because I care about the community day. Mm-hmm. But the community day is the one that for me personally I'm I'm upset about because selfishly I want to do those. Mm-hmm. Uh and and just can't. There's just not a way for me to do it. it no, I sucks. get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Makes me mad. <laughs> Doug, if I could climb to this computer and give you a hug, I would. That's okay. Okay. Well then Thank I you. will just book my flight and do it that way instead. <laughs> All right. I won't be angry about that anymore on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing this episode's pretty much over. So. <laughs> you said you like what I did there? I did. I did. I did. <laughs> oh, oh, All right. Well, fun. what's left? What have we not talked about? Um, I honestly think that's about it. I mean, we've got Pokemon Go news, Pokemon Home news, trading card, general. Hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else like you thought of that's been going on with you that you didn't think about before? Um, I don't think so. I'm actually just sort of like looking through the news. And this probably isn't something we should talk about now. Um, but at some point, we should probably talk about... Um, this Pokemon Twilight Wings thing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, just because we've never even really mentioned it. But oh. uh, well, the second episode it's... I think is coming out next week. So I mean, yeah, maybe we'll do uh, just a little review of the first two episodes then. Well, 
how do we know how many episodes it's supposed to be in total? No. Have they said? It looks no. uh okay, seven. I think oh. seven. Okay. Cool. So maybe we can do like uh first three, next like second four, whatever or something something like that, you know? Yeah, I think they're uh, releasing it like once a month, so Okay. Hmm. All right. Well <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll do the first two then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, once a month. Yikes. That's harsh. Yeah, that's about as bad as Disney Plus's Pixar in real life. <sighs> All right. Well, that's the only other thing that I think it, that I wanted to mention. But uh, other than that, I got I got nothing. Um, hold on. Let me check. Make sure no news has dropped in the recent little bit. Because only the most important news is going to drop right now at this exact moment. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. No. Talk this is podcasting, this. folks. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> no, talk us through your googling. Oh, please! I didn't Google. I just went to the Pokemon's Twitter account, <laughs> and I never would have known. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I've got. So, if if you want to take us away on that magical journey with those magical words, is this where I do the outro? Yes. Yes, it is. I'm just, I'm, I'm shattering the concept of a segue with a sledgehammer. <laughs> Let's be real here. None of our segues have been really good segues. Well, speaking of terrible segues, <laughs> thanks everyone <laughs> for joining us on this wonderful, well put together adventure along the Victor Road. Actually, that was a really good episode. I liked it. But uh, for information on episodes and contests, or to give us feedback on the show, and to tell us how great this episode was, be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And if there's anything in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and you'd like for us to talk about it or appear on the podcast, let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to sign Doug up for some therapy to work out his issues with Niantic and Pokemon Go. See you later! I'm not paying for it. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> uh, Pokemon's a socialist uh, uh, institute community. So I'm just going to go to the Pokemon Center. Bye. production of the Four Ride Radio Network. For other great shows, check out www.4rideradio.com.